Greater power for the great outdoors at Coastal Equipment. See all the great lines of outdoor equipment at Coastal Equipment on New Kings Road in Jacksonville and now also in McClenny. Coastal Equipment. Instant Keys offers honest, professional locksmith service for lost, broken, or spare keys. Call Instant Keys at 722-1111. Get dealer-level service in just minutes at a fraction of the cost. 722-1111. And we welcome you back live from Birmingham, Alabama. It is the SEC Media Days. Frank Frangie, Hayes Carline, Lauren Brooks. And now it's the way it should be, okay? Now I feel back at home. My friend Steve Spurrier is here. How you doing, man? Uh, Hey, Frank. Good to be up here. I'm still trying to figure out why i'm here but uh, <laughs> i'm here with you now yeah. we are good it's great to see okay. you you belong here these are the fun days when you were here uh-huh. uh, tell you you're with archie manning and herschel tonight right it's sort of a roundtable discussion tonight correct, correct? yeah i think so uh, yeah herschel and i we've been up in a room up there and archie and uh, we were with Dari on the uh, sec network a few minutes ago yeah. so yeah herschel I would say he's the best running back in conference history. Yep. Of course, Emmett Smith is the best running back in pro football history that's also. That, that's right. But as far as SEC play, Herschel, uh, he told me he only, they only lost one game in his three years regular season. So that. he had a heck of a career. And, of course, Archie, you know, uh, run all over the place, throw it underhand and so forth. It's always fun to be around Archie. Yeah, he was talking about Steve. When I was a kid, I remember he played in the Gator Bowl yeah. with like a broken hand. They yeah. played against Pat Sullivan, and it was a, they played against each other in the Gator Bowl. Which and I think he played with a cast on his left arm yeah, uh, yeah, half yeah, a year or so. Yeah, yeah that was a lot yeah. of, So now are they asking you guys just to reminisce and to talk about, is that kind of the part of the program with you guys up there, talking about the days back when? Oh, I don't know exactly. Uh, yeah, I guess that's what we're doing. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I was on with Herschel there, and yeah. we talked about Florida, Georgia a little bit and how, uh, how fortunate we were in the 90s uh, that Georgia used to own us, but they did didn't own us in the 90s, that was for sure. Uh, but anyway, it's, it's a huge game, and hopefully we're going to keep it in Jacksonville for, forever. You know what? We, that's been a big topic today. Yeah. We, we've all talked about it, and, and I hope that too. Well, you know, I talked with Bobby Stoops. Uh, yeah. They travel down to uh, Dallas to play Texas every year, and they look forward to that trip. You know, a very similar game uh, and, and uh, tradition, and, and hopefully it'll keep going on. Let me ask you this. When you played here, we're going to go around the table and ask you a few questions. But when you, when you were here, when you were flying, I've said this many mm-hmm. times, and you know how I feel. You and I have had this talk. People talk about corner routes and lead draws and mm-hmm. Mills route. But I thought what's jumped off the page for me at every team you coach, every school, mm-hmm. they were always ready. They always played hard. They were always prepared. They were always – I mean that. You know I feel this way. Isn't that sometimes, not just with you, mm-hmm. but with a lot of teams, kind of underrated a little bit than – it, X's and O's matter, but getting them to play well, their best, right? I tell you what, I uh, had Danny Warfel. Tell you a quick story. Danny Warfel spoke at our chapel service before the Orlando Apollos played the Atlanta Legends okay. this past year uh, in Atlanta. And he got up and was talking a little bit. And uh, he said, I know you guys have heard this. The game tomorrow is the biggest game of your life because it's the one coming up right now. And, uh, and that's what I told every team just about every week. We got the biggest game of our life coming up this week. Doesn't matter who the opponent is yeah, because it's the one at hand. It's the one we have control over. So, yeah, I am sort of proud that our guys really look forward to playing the game all the time. And uh, these, these every now and then you'll see or uh, hear somebody say, oh, we just weren't ready to play. Right. That's, that's a bad excuse. You should always be ready to play. Uh, you only play – 12, 13, 14, or whatever in college. So you should be ready to play every week. 
Steve, the Gators were here yesterday. Uh, what are you looking forward to about watching this uh, group of Gators this fall? Yeah, I think uh, we've got an excellent chance for a big year. I think everybody knows that. Uh, return eight starters on defense, six or seven on offense. Felipe, Felipe seems to be getting better and better. Van Jefferson, Tyree Cleveland, and those guys, are they got excellent receivers. Running backs are outstanding. So uh, just got to go do it, though. You know, I've always said the winner of the game is the team that plays the best. Doesn't matter who was picked uh, before the season or who, what the point spread is. Whoever plays the best that day and whoever scores the most points, right, Frank, That's right. wins the game. <laughs> yes, they do. All kind of ways to score points. Coach, you were at South Carolina when the SEC Network mm-hmm. was created. Mm-hmm. How big of a game changer has it been for the Southeastern Conference? Well, I read in the paper, I think, about every school gets about $40 million from it. So uh, wow. that's probably a big reason the facilities all around the SEC are as good as anywhere in the nation. And, uh, of course, all the coaches' salaries are as good as anybody in the nation <laughs> too, I guess. So, uh, yeah, it's important. It, it, the SEC network has been huge uh, uh, for all the schools and hopefully will continue to be. Dan Mullen done a great job with quarterbacks. His quarterbacks always play well. Your quarterbacks always played well. How do you how do you teach a quarterback? Do you teach them to think? Mm-hmm. Is it I mean is, is it technique, Steve? Do you do you have to make them think like a coach when you t- when you coach a quarterback? What's the most important thing? Well, I always said the most important thing was courage. Yeah, yeah. You got to stand in the pocket and uh, really look downfield. Pretty much, you sort of supposed to feel the rush in case you have to slide over yeah. uh, but you obviously can't look at it you got to look downfield all the time and uh, look for open areas in the defense and then every play sort of has a you know in our scheme if he's open downfield deep first uh, that's where we want to throw it if he's not open down there then hopefully a shorter guy yeah. uh, would be the next target but uh, and then sometimes you got to audible you know there's uh, there's a good play for every defense and there's a good defense for every play. So the key is how many times can we get a good offensive play on against, against the right defense. Right, right. And uh, sometimes you got an audible to do that. And that's where Danny and all these those guys we've coached were pretty good at checking off to, to a good play. As such an offensive innovator, do you like where offense is going at the collegiate level and how it's starting to bleed into what we're seeing at the NFL level with some of the, yeah. the schemes that are similar? Yeah, I do. I like uh, the, you know, the one back spread out, zone read. But there's still time to run the ball, as we all know. Uh, in the uh, alliance this past year, we won, uh, well, we had four games. I, I think Mike could have gone either way. But three of the four, we, we were able to run out the last five minutes of the game. And uh, I look back on my last few years of South Carolina, we couldn't run it out. Right. And, and we ended up losing the game. But we were on the field last five, six minutes in three of the games that made, made the year for us, really. You, you lose those that, uh, uh, that could go either way, then you have an average year, but you win most of those close ones, then you have a, a year like we had at 7-1. and one. Outside of Georgia, who do you think is the second most difficult team on Florida's schedule? Uh, probably LSU and Auburn. I'll put those in there together. Yeah, we got Auburn coming in this year, which uh, used to be – Almost as big a rival as Georgia. It was right next to each other. Uh, seemed like we had trouble beating both of them at, in the same year. But uh, we hadn't played them in quite a while. But Auburn, uh, Florida used to be a, one of the big games on the schedule. So we got them and LSU. I, I guess we go to LSU this year. Uh, but those, those are big ones. Heck, Missouri. 
yeah. kicked our tails last year. We got to go out there and play them. So uh, it's uh, none of them are going to be easy, but. Uh, I think the Gators have the talent. We have the talent to get it done. All right, I'm taking it down memory lane. My favorite game. I want Florida, Georgia, stay in Jacksonville forever, ever and ever and ever. Yep. But my favorite game might have been in Athens. So we have Doring on yesterday. <laughs> and, Dor- and, I, and I tell Doring, Doring, remember the time you scored three touchdowns and only got credit for one? And he goes, no, actually I scored five and only got credit for three. Okay, so you want to make sure he, he, you got that three that yeah, he got three that day. But please tell the story. Called it, touchdown to Doring, called back, touchdown to Doring, called back, touchdown to Doring. You got to tell that story from a play caller standpoint. You kept running the same play. Did you no, change? I wasn't saying. Well, well, tell well, tell me what happened there, because I freaking love. Well, it. the first one, uh, the first one, uh, I, I guess they may have called holding on us. I don't yeah. know. He he was in the back right corner of the end zone. Danny hit him, so they brought it back. And then the second one, it was a scramble play, and Chris stepped on the back line of the end zone somehow. That's what it was. And he caught it again in the right corner. So he said touchdown, called it back. <laughs> So I think we ran a play before that, and then we got into an empty set, and everybody was running a seam route, and he, he hit him for the third time in the end zone, and this one counted. So that was uh, fantastic. Yeah. Dory, Dory wanted to remind yeah. me he scored five that day. Okay. He did. He, he scored five that day. He only got credit for three. 52-20 to 20 over the Knolls. Uh, what was it like Terry Jackson breaks through, and you know that's going to be the one that puts it away? What was that moment like on the sideline? Yeah, that was a big that was a big one, but the, the real big one I think still was third and about six or seven at their goal line, uh, right uh, in the third quarter. Third quarter, you know, a field goal, twenty-seven twenty, no big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but right. a touchdown, thirty-one twenty, and uh, we sort of cleared out with Redell and Ike ran a slant right behind him, and Danny squeezed it in between about three guys. And I caught it and, and dove in the end zone to put us up 11. So that was, uh, to me, that was the one big play that sort of took us off. And, uh, of course, our defense shut them out second half. And uh, everything everything went right second half, put it that way. <laughs> Do you go yeah. back and rewatch some games? I tell you what, the 95 Tennessee game was on the SEC Network the okay. other day. Right. Uh, well, it was on Sunday. Yeah. And I was flipping around and. I said, i got to watch the end of this thing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I didn't realize. Uh, we, we didn't stop Tennessee much. They yeah. fumbled about three times yeah. uh, for us to get the ball. So, I think Peyton threw for about three, 330. Yeah. Danny threw for about 360 or 70 and, and six touchdowns. He, he threw a lot of touchdown passes. 48 in a row, by the way. <laughs> scored, Florida scored 48 points in yeah. a row in that yeah. game. 48 yeah. in a row. Yeah. Um, so, what about now? The restaurant, you excited about that? You came on a couple of weeks ago told us yeah, about that. Yeah, that's a year exciting. away. That's yeah. a year away. Yeah, we're looking forward to uh, Gainesville having a, uh, hopefully a real nice restaurant, somewhere between a steakhouse and a sport bar, yeah, somewhere yeah, very comfortable, yeah. and uh, a lot of choices on the menu and uh, a lot of TVs, sports, uh, and yeah. so forth. So, looking forward to opening that up next June. Playing the golf? You know, you play, you know. I need to play more, Frank. You do? I, I've been absent from the golf course lately. All right. Well, hey, hey, thanks for coming. I know you got a lot of people here. Thanks for coming okay, by, Okay, good talking to all of you. We appreciate yeah. it. Uh, Pulling for the Jags this year. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank cool. you. I think, we, I think they're going to have a good year as well. Thank you, Steve. Steve Spurrier, my buddy, he is pulling for the Jags. He's going to come over and see some ball games as well. Thank Steve you. Spurrier, the ball coach, always good to have him.